there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. All right, let us go to the Word of God. I want to kick off a sermon series that I'll do for a while. Of course, during the conference, it will be interrupted a little bit, but that's fine. But I'll just pick it up uh, and continue. I want to do a series, and I have a guest today that I've invited. Her name is Julie. Please, Julie, come. Julie is my guest today. Appreciate her as she comes. I just thought about this series and then I thought about her because uh, this series has to do with the fabric of favor and she's in that industry. Move closer here. I took a shower. <laughs> All right. And I, I, I know she's in that space of fabric. So I asked her to come with different fabrics so that um, she can be able to explain something to us. Can we have another microphone? Um, this is Julie, and Julie is, uh, what is your profession? She is, you are? Yeah, you can help her. Huh? You are? A designer. Speak so that the man can hear you. I am a designer. They did not hear you. <laughs> Say, my names are. I am Julie Akini. Uh-huh. I am a designer no. by I am Julia Kinney. I'm single. <laughs> and... Take advantage of the moment. Maximize on it. Seize the moment. I am Julie Akini. Yes. I am single and such. Searching and available. Searching and available. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, and what is your profession? I am a social worker, project manager, and a designer. Social worker, project manager, and a designer. Uh -huh. Wow. That's beautiful. So, tell us something about, I want to know, you have different types of fabrics here, isn't it? Yes. So just explain, maybe you can explain the fabric and what it can do, okay. or what it can make. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, this we have is called a stiff net. Really Use your microphone clearly. Uh -huh. Stiff in texture. Normally it is used to help clothes come, become more... Thank you. This is a soft net. It is used to decorate. It's a bit soft. It's used to decorate um, dresses and make them more glamorous. Uh -huh. yes. This is called lace. It's a see-through fabric used to generally make dresses and make it a little bit more fancy uh -huh. than just a plain fabric. Okay. So if you want to add some beauty, that's what you can do. Yes. Okay. This is uh, just a striped, stretchy fabric. Mm. Can make any design, basically. Um, this is polka dot. Also can make any design. It is stretchy as well. Florals, 
that can you can add these two in one outfit to break monot monotony of the plain fabric. Okay. Or either you can use them individually, separately, or together. Do also fabric like determine the occasion? Yes, this is very cheap quality. For example, mm. this is the cheapest fabric in the market. Mm. It's called. Uh, it's, it's called what? It's called snake. Snake. Yes. Snake. Yeah. As in snake, snake. That's yes, because it's a bit shiny and. Uh, just check with your neighbor if they are wearing a snake. Because sometimes we think the more shiny it is, the more expensive it is, isn't it? Okay. So the quality also matters. Uh -huh. Yes. Like, for example, this cannot make you a, a good skater dress, for example. Uh. But if you have a heavy one like this one, mm. to make a perfect skater okay. skirt or skater dress, this is a heavy cotton, double-sided. Among the best fabrics. Okay. Let me touch. This is among the best. Yeah. yeah, it's very thick. All right. What is skitter? You said skitter. Skitter is. Or skater. What is that? The, the dresses which are very flare around. Oh, the flare dresses. Yes. Oh. So the more flare the dress is, the more beautiful it looks. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. A heavy flare looks better than uh, the one that is. Yeah, like as, it's, it's better than snake. Yes, better than snake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, this is a uh, silk. Mm -hmm. yeah. Depends on the customer's preference. Okay. Yes. And then this. Uh, I've I've realized Congolese love silk. 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 <laughs> they really love it. Yes. Silk or silk. Silk. Oh, silk. silk. All right. And then these two is this, uh, Ankara or Kitenge, commonly known as Kitenge. Mm. Called them Ankara in 2022. Okay. Yes. Not Kitenge. Yeah, Kitenge it's, is a bit out it's of old. Topic. Yes. So it's Ankara. Ankara, yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. And we have different types of Ankara as yes. well. All right. Florals and then this one. So there are different types. Okay. And qualities as well. And qualities as well. Yes. All right. So you are you able to work with all these fabrics? You? Yes. You can make but anything. No, no mm. not all of them can make everything. Mm. Yeah. No, you yes. you can make anything with all those fabrics. <laughs> because when a customer comes to you, is the one who tells you what, what they want. he wants. Yeah. For me, I. I so if he says he wants the snake. Oh, that's not your standard. No, I have to advise them because if yeah. you make the snake with a skater and it doesn't come out well, mm. you're going to be the problem. So you have to advise the client that mm. snake cannot make a particular design that they want. Okay. So you advise them which would be the best fabric for whatever design they want. Okay. Yes. Wow. Wow, wow. So if, if, if you want to shine, You can see Julie for advice. Yeah? If you want a dinner dress, you, can you make a dinner dress? Yeah. You can make a dinner dress? Yes. Oh, you can make a, can you make a wedding gown? Yes, I made one for Mrs. Nerima. Oh, Mrs. Renson, sorry. Oh. Wow.
So these people, if they want to like make something, can they come to you? Yes. Where is your show? I'm currently online, but I'm looking forward to opening a space very soon. But you're doing it online? Yes. But you can still deliver? Yes, I can. All right. Let's appreciate Julie. So you did not answer me. Is your neighbor wearing a snake? What are they wearing? The most expensive, but you don't even know the name. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, I want to speak on the sermon series, The Fabric of Favor. The Fabric of Favor. Why the fabric of favor? is because favor is a function of complex linkages. The way we saw different types of materials, they have different grains and uh, different designs, textures, textures and, 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 and feel, is the way favor is. The way you look at a fabric and you see all these complexities of stitches and colors and patterns, woven patterns and threads, that is how favor is as well. It takes the complexity of closely interlinked forces for you to be able to experience favor. And so I want us to read two texts here. First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 26 and then Luke chapter 2 and verse 52. First Samuel chapter 2, if you could rush there quickly. And the child, can we read together? And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and man. Luke chapter 2 and verse 52, the Bible says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Now, when you look at these two verses, you see that favor has two dimensions we see the two-dimensional nature of favor in the life of Samuel and in the life of Jesus. The first one is the vertical dimension of favor, and the second one is the horizontal dimension of favor. And so I'm going to be looking at those two dimensions and delving deeper so that we understand what it means to have favor with God which is the vertical dimension, and what it means to have favor with man, which is the horizontal dimension of favor. And so to begin with, I want us to look at the vertical dimension of favor. This is favor with God. We are seeing that Samuel had favor with God, and Jesus as well had favor with God. This is the vertical dimension of favor. It is a favor that one enjoys in God's sight. We see the same favor in Exodus chapter 33 and verse 17, where the Bible says, So the Lord said to, uh, to, to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. You see, grace and favor are interconnected. In fact, there are translations 
which have replaced the word grace with favor. Those translations say that, for you have found favor in my sight. So grace and favor are interconnected. Grace is the unmerited favor of God. That's why the Bible says it is by grace, through faith, that you are saved. It is the unmerited favor of God. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We didn't choose God. He's the one who chose us first. For God so loved the world. God favored the world. The world was broken. The world was sinful. The world was nowhere near to God. But God decided to look at the world with the eyes of favor. God loved the world in its broken state. So grace is the unmerited favor of God. When God looked upon Moses... He looked upon Moses with great admiration, with great affection. And he did the same when it came to Samuel and Jesus. So favor has to do with the favor that we are talking about here, which is the vertical dimension of favor, has to do with God looking upon us or looking at us with great admiration and affection. When God looks at you, he smiles. When God looks at you, he's excited. When God looks at you, I'm telling you, he's pleased with you. He's fond of you. There's something about you that excites God. There's something about you that is attractive to God. When God looked at Samuel, when God looked at Jesus, when God looked at Moses, he looked at them with great admiration and affection. And I pray for you that God will have the same effect when he's looking upon you or when he's looking at you. May God smile when he looks at you. May God be filled with admiration and great affection when he sets his eyes on you. Can I get a louder amen in this house? May God smile. When his eyes fall on you, when he just looks at you, may he, have, may, may he acquire this wide smile on his face because of favor. So favor with God has to do with God's admiration, has to do with God's affection towards you. And sometimes you can't really explain it. It is mysterious. It is supernatural. It is divine. It is godly. From God's point of view, you can, uh, from, from a human point of view, you cannot explain it. Why God had to choose Samuel and not any other person. Why God had to choose Jesus and not any other person. Why God had to choose Moses and not any other person. Why God had to choose you and not any other person. Why God had to select you because by human standards, you're not supposed to be selected. Hallelujah. I say by human standards, you're not even supposed to be, actually, you're not supposed to be selected. Because you don't have what it takes. But, but God just decided to select you. I mean, it, it's a mystery. It's a, it's a great, great mystery, isn't it? By human standard, you're not supposed to qualify for that position. You're not supposed to qualify for that job, but God just says, this is the one I want to raise. 
This is the one that excites me. This is the one that I want to uh, uplift. This is the one that I want to promote. This is the one that I've chosen to lead my people. This is the one that I've set aside for this assignment. May God select you in Jesus' name. I say, may God select you in Jesus' name. May God favor you in Jesus' name. Out of 100, may you be the one selected. Out of 50, may you be the one chosen. Out of the 1,000, may you be the one selected. Can I hear louder amen in this house? Touch your neighbor and tell them, God is about to select me. God is about to choose me. God is about to use me. God is about to promote me. God is about to bless me in more ways than you can imagine. May you be that person in the name of Jesus. Shout aloud, amen, if you feel you are the one. So favor with God activates the following. Number one, it activates the following. Number one, you enjoy open heavens. When God's favor rests upon you, you enjoy open heavens. You see, one of the things you need to understand about God is that God hates disobedience. He doesn't entertain it. He doesn't condone it. God hates disobedience. And the reason why he hates disobedience is because it grieves his heart greatly. He hates disobedience because it grieves his heart as this supreme being who is in a place of authority. God doesn't love disobedience because he is in a place of authority. Any person who is in a place of authority, they will tell you how they detest disobedience. Any person who, has, who is in a position of authority will tell you how disobedience or rebellion is something that does not excite them. It is something that they don't like. It's something that they detest with every fiber of their being. If you're a parent, you expect your children to be obedient. If you're a leader, you expect that the people who are under you to be obedient. Isn't it true? If you are a pastor, you expect members to be obedient. And not just to you, but to God's word. If you are a president, you expect that people should obey you, isn't it? Anybody who is in a place of authority will always hate disobedience. A place of authority makes you be attracted to people who are obedient. So disobedience is repulsive to every form of authority. Now, this is what happens when we walk in disobedience. When you walk in disobedience, things become complicated in your life. When you walk in disobedience, things become thick in your life. You will not experience breakthroughs. You will not experience miracles. You will not experience great things in your life. When you walk in disobedience to God's word, what happens is the heavens is shut against your life. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 23 that the heavens become like brass. I mean, when you pray, when you raise up your cry, it doesn't reach heaven because there is a ceiling that has been placed over your prayer. And that ceiling is brass. So the prayer that you pray cannot penetrate that ceiling to be able to reach God. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 13, 
The Bible says the heavens are shut to the disobedient. The people that disobeyed God, the heaven was shut up above their heads. And so there was no rain. There was no rain and there was destruction. Locusts were released to devour the land. Pestilence was released upon the people. When you walk in disobedience, the heavens are shut. But when you now begin to walk in obedience, what happens is favor hits your life. God releases favor because he begins to look your direction. When, when, when you're disobedient, God looks the other direction. But when you become obedient, God turns his face towards you. God sets his eyes on you. God lifts up his countenance upon you. And when God looks at you, I'm telling you, he will look at you with admiration. Talk to me, somebody. He, he, he will look at you with the eyes of favor. You see, sometimes when you look at somebody and, and, and you look at them in a certain way, you, you actually communicate. You don't have to speak. You don't have to utter a word. But the way you look at them, they will know what you want. You don't want me to go deeper. <laughs> Can you handle deep? If there's this girl that you really want, and you are really admiring her, and you really want her, and sometimes you don't have the words to speak to her, there's a certain way you look at her. And she will know that you're trying to say something. Isn't it? Maybe you can even wink across the room. Just wink at her. Or you look at her in a certain way and she will know, aha, this man, there is something he's saying. There is a certain way when a girl looks at you, you will know what she's saying. Why are you very quiet? I thought you told me to go deeper. Isn't it true? The, even if that person doesn't say anything, you will know. The face is communicating. So when you walk in obedience, God starts looking at you in a certain way. And that certain way is what we call favor. He begins to look at you with admiration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The eyes of God become half-mast. He looks at you with favor. Hallelujah. He releases favor over your life. And so what happens is the heavens are open above you. You begin to walk under open heavens. When this favor, the favor that we're talking about, the vertical dimension of favor, when it hits your life, you begin to walk under open heavens. And God begins to make things work in your favor. Samuel walked under open heavens. Jesus walked under open heavens. Moses walked under open heavens. Let me go deeper. Can we go deeper? In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19, the Bible says, Samuel grew and the Lord was with him. And he did not allow any of his words to fall on the ground. That is favor. Because, you see, when God's face is towards your direction, when you speak, God ensures that whatever you have said comes to pass. Because you are walking under open heavens. Hallelujah. For some of us, heaven has been feeling like brass. But as favor comes upon you, you will walk under open heavens. You will decree a thing. Mm. And it shall be established. 
you will declare a thing and it will begin to take place in your life. When you speak goodness and mercies following you, goodness and mercies will follow you. Why? Because God will watch over his word over your life to perform it. Because he's looking down on you with admiration. He's looking down on you with favor. So whatever you declare begins to take place in your life. The heaven is no longer brass for you. You are walking under open heavens. When you decree and declare things over your children, over your home, over your business, over your finances, they will begin to take place. Hallelujah. The reason why things have not been working is because you are under closed heaven. You've been walking in disobedience. You've been rebellious in a way. And so God has stunned his face the other direction. But when you begin to walk in obedience, you obey God's word. You obey God's commands. You do, and, uh, you do what God has commanded you to do in his word. I'm telling you, you'll be like Samuel. When you begin to speak, whatever you say takes place in your life. When you speak change in your marriage, your marriage changes. When you speak changes in your home, your home changes. When you speak healing in your body, healing comes. When you speak increase in your finances, it happens. Why? Because God is watching over his word, over your life, to be able to perform it. Can I hear an amen in this house? Jesus as well obtained favor with God, and he enjoyed walking under open heavens. The Bible says in Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 22, when he was baptized, you know, by John the Baptist, and then he prayed, hallelujah, you see, he was not just baptized, but he also prayed. While he prayed, the heaven was open. Wow. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. The heavens opened and a voice thundered through the clouds. And everybody had the voice. And the voice said, Jesus is my beloved son. And I'm well pleased in him. No wonder everything Jesus said came to pass. No wonder everything Jesus did was successful. Why? Because from that point forward, he was walking under open heavens. God's face was continually towards Jesus' direction. God, that's why Jesus at some point he was praying and he was saying, Father, look, I am doing what I see you doing. There was such a communication between Jesus and God that Jesus, Jesus was so in tandem with God's will and purpose concerning his life. No wonder everything he did and everything he said came to pass. When we walk under open heavens, I'm telling you, we will see miracles in our lives. We, we will see great things taking place in our lives. You'll be decreeing things and they just happen. You'll be saying things and they just happen. You'll be proclaiming things and they just happen. And you don't have to wait for a prophet to proclaim some things over your life. But because you are under open heavens, when you decree these things, they begin to take place in your life. Can I hear louder amen in this house? Now, when you walk under open heavens, something else will happen to you. You will, you will receive rain. When you operate under heaven, there will, be, there will be a downpour. There will be a downpour. That's why you see that the heavens were open and God's voice thundered through the clouds. 
and, 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 and everybody that was around Jesus could be able to hear the voice of God. What was in the skies came down to the people who were on earth. When you walk under open heavens, I want you to know that you're going to experience a downpour. You're going to experience rain. And the arrival of rain is the end of every dry spell in your life. When rain comes, even if, even if things were tight in your life, I'm telling you, it will mark the end of a dry spell in your life in the name of Jesus. The arrival of rain is the elimination of unwanted dust that has clouded your view. Everything becomes clear. Places where, you know, you experience a lot of dust, a lot of particles of dust in your eyes, in your mouth, and in your nose. When it rains, the air is cleared. When there is rain, it is the commencement of freshness. Flora and fauna comes alive. You see freshness all over the place. Trees become greener. Grass become greener. The air is fresh. There is no longer dust because the heavens are open. There is somebody here, it has been tight in your life. It has been dry in your life. It has been dusty in your life. But as you walk under favor, this favor that I'm talking about, the vertical favor, as God favors you, rain is coming. I say rain is coming. There will be freshness in your life. Anything that was dying will be resurrected in the name of Jesus. Your dream will be resurrected. Your hope will be strengthened. Your view will be clear. Your destiny will be clear. Your future will be clear. Your purpose will be clear. Who am I preaching to in this house? Let it rain. Let it rain because of favor in the name of Jesus. May favor grant you freshness. May favor grant you vitality. May favor grant you fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus. Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, my dry spell is coming to an end. And in here you get somebody who has some faith and tell them, neighbor, neighbor, I prophesy over myself that my dry spell is coming to an end. I got a feeling before I'm done with this series, every dry spell in your life in your house, in your marriage, in your finances, is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. I prophesy, get ready for fruitfulness. Get ready for freshness. Get ready for increase. Get ready for the miraculous. Because it's coming to reign over your life in the name of Jesus. Can I get some help in here? Somebody give God some praise in this house. It's coming to reign. In Jesus' name. Number two. This favor grants you access to kingdom revelation. This vertical favor grants you access to kingdom revelation. Revelation is what separates boys from men. Revelation is what separates those who are ahead and from those who are lagging behind. Revelation is what separates those who are making it and those who are struggling. Revelation is what separates those who are above from, what, 
from those who are beneath. Revelation is what makes a distinction between employees and employers. You can be in the same country, have been gone to the same school, being taught under the same teacher, have the same level of education, belonging to the same gender, belonging to the same um, tribe. But let me tell you, revelation is what will make a difference. Revelation is what will make you stand out. Revelation is what will make you be ahead of the pack. Revelation is what will bring a distinct quality that separates you from the rest of the crowd. When they speak about you, they will say, there is this guy. And then they say, then there is the rest. There is this lady. Then the rest are grouped in one group. May that be your testimony in Jesus' name. I say, may that be your testimony in Jesus' name. It is favor that grants you access into kingdom revelation. When favor comes upon you, you stand out. When favor comes upon you, you become different. When, when you are favored, and we are talking about this vertical dimension of favor. When God favors you, you access kingdom revelation. Let me drop this to you. Your distinction in life is a function of how much revelation you are in touch with. Can I say that again? Your distinction in life is a function of how much revelation you are in touch with. What you know elevates you. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You will not set yourself free. It is the truth that you know. It is the revelation you have access to that will set you free. That tells me that bondage is a function of ignorance. You are a slave in the areas that you are ignorant in. So revelation breaks chains of your life. Revelation destroys shackles in your life. Your distinction in life is the function of revelation. You see, after Jesus gave his sermon on the mount, Matthew records that the crowds were astonished at his teaching. Why were they astonished at his teaching? It's because Jesus was enjoying favor with God, and so that means he had access to kingdom revelation. He was enjoying favor with God. And because he was enjoying favor with God, there was a clear line of communication between Jesus and God. No wonder the clouds were parted and God thundered from the heavens. And he said, this is my beloved son. When you walk under this favor, under this dimension of favor, you enjoy revelation. You become a custodian of revelation. My goodness. You become a reservoir of revelation. I, I, I need to tell you this, that the, the, the difference between you and the person who is making it is revelation. Is what they know that you don't know. If you can know what they know, understand what they understand, you can have what they have. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? They say that instead of giving somebody fish, you teach them how to fish, isn't it? But I want to go further. Don't teach me how to fish. Teach me how to own a pond. Because you can know how to fish, but if you don't have the pond, where will you fish from? Unless you go and fish from your neighbor's pond. So go further and own a pond, own a lake. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So it all boils down to what? To revelation. Tell your neighbor it boils down to revelation. And that's why when you walk under this favor, God grants you access to kingdom revelation. Jesus taught and the crowd was mesmerized. They were astonished at his teaching. This was not the first time they were hearing teachings from the word of God. But the way Jesus was teaching, the way Jesus was breaking down God's word, the way Jesus was sharing with them truths from the word of God, the way Jesus was expounding on the scriptures, they were amazed. His teaching prowess, clarity in presentation of God's word was unmatched. His works were outstanding, but so were his words. No wonder the crowd was mesmerized. Look at Luke chapter 4, verse 31 to 37. The Bible talks about Jesus. Luke chapter 4. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. He was busy teaching, and they were astonished. I see you astonishing people because of the level of wisdom coming out of your mouth. They were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. There was something that was backing the words of Jesus. Look, just speaking the Bible and preaching is not enough. You need some backing. You need something behind to back every word that you say. That's what I'm saying. When you walk under God's favor, when you are in favor with God, every word that you speak, God will add power to it. God will add anointing to it. Talk to me, somebody in this house. God will add results to the word that you are speaking because you are in favor with God. You are not just speaking empty words. You are speaking words that are loaded with the power of God. Let's continue reading the text. Then verse 33. Now in the synagogue, as Jesus was teaching, there was a man who had a spirit of unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice. Verse 34. Saying, let us alone. The guy was full of demons. Even as Jesus was teaching, the demons started manifesting. Because of what he carried inside of him. Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you were, the Holy One of God. Verse 35. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Verse 36. Then again, they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is. For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. Verse 37, 
And the report about him went out into every place in, in the surrounding region. There was something behind every word that Jesus was speaking. He was walking under kingdom revelation because of the favor of God upon his life. God favored him. And God ensured that whatever he said and whatever he did had great results. No wonder everybody was mesmerized. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Everybody was shocked. Everybody was surprised. They said, man, this man, this man is different. The way he preaches, the way he does ministry, the way uh, he ministers to people is different. It's because God's eyes were on Jesus. You see, when God's eyes are on you, he will make sure you do not fail. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to preach this morning. He will make sure you do not fail. I see some people say, oh, I failed in ministry. I failed in doing this. I need to ask you, who was backing you? Who was backing you? Oh, I tried church. It did not work. Who was backing you? Because if you are not sure of the backing of God, do not start because you will surely fail. Who is backing you? Who is with you? If God be for us. Talk to me, somebody. If God be for you, who can be against you? You know, when I read this scripture, I became very, very aggressive to succeed. Because I realized when God is on your side, you cannot fail. When God's favor is with you, you cannot fail. You can have what we call a temporary setback, but it's not failure. You will bounce back again in the name of Jesus. I wish I got some people who believe in what I'm saying this morning. Touch five people around you and tell them, with favor, you cannot fail. Yes, you cannot fail with favor. 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 When you speak, God will show up. When you want to perform it, God will show up. His power will back you. His anointing will back you. And you will experience great results in your life. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. Let's see something here very powerful about Samuel as well. Because of favor, he accessed kingdom revelation. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. Remember the Bible says he had favor with God. And the word of God was rare in those days. This generation is so privileged. The word of God is everywhere. Facebook, the word of God is there. TikTok, the word of God is there. Instagram, the word of God is there. YouTube, the word of God is there. Radio, the word of God is there. I mean, the word of God is everywhere. Internet, the word of God is there. But in those days, the word of God was rare. It was rare to hear a preacher preach in those days. The word of God was rare. There was no widespread revelation. There was no preacher to grant the masses revelation. In those days, the days of Samuel, Saul was alive. There was no widespread revelation. Then what happened? Verse 3, and it came to pass. Read with me. Why Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim, that he could not even see. The pastor was also blind. He couldn't see. He was growing old. There was no preaching. There was no revelation. Verse 4. Sorry, verse 3. 
And before the Lamb of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, what happened, verse 4? That the Lord, I love this, and the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, here I am. At your own time, read down there. You realize in the midst of that difficult environment where there was no revelation, the word of God was rare, but because Samuel was favored by God, God decided to speak to him. God granted him mysteries. God started speaking to him concerning what he was going to do in Israel. The word of God was rare, but because there was a man in that generation that was favored with God, he still accessed kingdom revelation. It doesn't matter how many preachers have backslidden. It doesn't matter how many preachers are not listening to God. When the favor of God hits you, you will still be a custodian of revelation. What is rare to other men will become ordinary to you when you are favored by God. Hallelujah. Who am I preaching to in this house? I feel something pushing me in my spirit. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how dry it has been. Let me tell you, when the favor of God hits you, when you walk under this dimension of favor, what is cast will become ordinary in your life. You will gain access to kingdom revelation. You begin to understand things that are not easily accessed by other people. God will begin to release secrets to you. God will begin to open up your eyes to great ideas for your next level. God will begin to open up your understanding to things that you need to engage in that will propel your life to the next level. God will open up your spirit to great ideas, great principles, things that people don't have access to. And as you begin to work on them, you will be one step ahead of your contemporaries. You will be ten, ten steps ahead of your friends and your colleagues. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. As you walk under this favor, may you access kingdom, mysteries, and revelation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your business is going to the next level. As I'm teaching this series, I say your business is going to the next level. You will come up with ideas that have never been seen before. Who am I preaching to in this house? Your company is going to the next level. You will manufacture a product that has never been seen before, and people will be running for it in the name of Jesus. Shout yes in this house. Touch five people around you and tell them, I have access to kingdom revelation. Oh, yes, I have access to kingdom revelation. 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 Because of this favor, I have access to kingdom revelation. Hallelujah. I want you to know that God already knows the next big thing that is supposed to change people's lives in this country. He knows the next big business idea that is about to change this country. He knows the next big thing 
that is going to revolutionize people's lives. When you walk under this favor, he will release that thing to you. He will release that idea to you. He will release that principle to you. And as you start putting it into practice, by the time people understand what it is, you are a hundred miles ahead of them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He is a revealer of secrets. He is a revealer of ideas. He is a revealer of great principles that can catapult you to the next level. May you access kingdom mysteries because of favor in the name of Jesus. I say you will not just be copying things from other people, but God will grant you some fresh ideas. Oh, who am I preaching to in this house? God will release fresh ideas in your life, fresh methods in your life, fresh stuff in your life, and you will be many steps ahead of your contemporaries. Shout a louder amen in this house. Touch five people around you and tell them I'm going to the next level. Because of kingdom revelation, I'm going to the next level. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I'm going to the next level. My goodness, this church is going to the next level. Because God is granting us kingdom revelation. We are moving to the next level in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder amen in this house. Shout a glorious amen in this house. Shout a louder amen in this house. Lift your hands and say, Father, release revelation. Release revelation. Release revelation. Release revelation. I want to give you five minutes to pray for revelation. Kingdom revelation. I feel something in the spirit. Kingdom revelation. Great ideas. Great ideas. Marvelous ideas. No eye has seen. No ear has heard. Neither has it entered the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. My God, my God, my God. Access. 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 Kingdom revelation. Access. Kingdom secrets. Access. Great ideas. Access. Principles that will propel you to greatness in the name of Jesus. Come on, raise your voice. If you're seated, stand to your feet. I feel something breaking. I feel something breaking. Your eyes are being opened. Your understanding is being enlightened. My God, my God, my God. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, may God open your eyes. May God open your eyes. May God open your eyes. As you walk under this dimension of favor, as you walk under this dimension of favor, may the clouds be removed. May the clouds be removed. May a voice from heaven thunder through the clouds concerning your next level, concerning your business, concerning your home, concerning your future, concerning your purpose. In the name of Jesus, your business is going to the next level. Your company is going to the next level. Your family is going to the next level. Your home is going to the next level. Kingdom secrets. Kingdom revelation. Kingdom
kingdom revelation, kingdom revelation, kingdom revelation, that you may have dominion, that you may rule and reign, that you may exercise dominion here on earth in the name of Jesus. Yes, let this revelation change your life. Let this revelation revolutionize your life. Let this revelation bring change and transformation in your life in the name of Jesus. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom revelation. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom revelation. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom revelation. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom revelation. Access it right now. 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 Move into it right now. Move into it right now. Step into it right now. Step into it right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For your next level. For your next dimension. Move into it right now. Come on, push it in prayer. Push it in prayer. Push it in prayer right now. Push it in prayer right now. May you hear his voice. May you hear his voice. May you access strategies. May you access strategies. Right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. 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 Release it now, oh God. 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 Release it, release it, release it, release it. Let it flow like a river. 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 Flow, 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 flow. Flow, 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 flow. Flow, 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 flow. Let there be a stirring. Let there be a stirring. Let there be a stirring. A stirring. A stirring of ideas. A stirring of ideas. A stirring of ideas. In your spirit right now. In your heart right now. Because of favor. Raise up your hands to the Lord. Receive kingdom secrets, kingdom revelation, great ideas, virgin ideas. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive it right now. Nobody moving. Receive it right now. This is a very critical moment. This is not the time to move. God is doing something in your life. Don't allow Satan to take you out of this atmosphere right now. Things are being written in your head, in your mind, in your heart. Receive it right now. Capture it in the spirit right now. Capture it, capture it, capture it. 
capture it right now. Some of you right now, God is writing ideas on your heart, ideas in your mind. You are seeing things. You are seeing things for your business, for your company. You are seeing things right now for your family, for your children. You are seeing things. God is reminding you things. He's reminding you stuff right now. Yes, yes, capture it right now. In the name of Jesus, kingdom revelation. Kingdom revelation. Kingdom revelation. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. May the heavens be open. Begin to operate under open heavens. Operate under open heavens. Operate under open heavens. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. If you can speak in tongues, open your mouth and speak in tongues right now. Let rivers, rivers of living water flow out of your belly right now. In the name of Jesus. If you can speak in tongues, open your mouth right now and speak it. Something supernatural, something spectacular, something supernatural is taking place right now. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God. My God, my God. There is a story. 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 I feel 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 a stirring right now. I feel a stirring right now. Come on, somebody. I feel a stirring right now. My God, my God, a stirring of the Holy Ghost. A stirring in your heart. A stirring in your soul. A stirring in your spirit. A stirring. A stirring of ideas. A stirring. My God. Sheda Bakata. Ramakatalaraba. A stirring, a stirring, a stirring, a stirring. Kingdom revelation, kingdom revelation, kingdom revelation, kingdom revelation, kingdom revelation. Do it, Lord. 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 Do it, receive kingdom revelation father we are tired of moribund ideas we are tired of stale ideas we are open to fresh ideas great ideas great ideas great ideas revelation for our business revelation 
for our church. Revelation for our companies. Revelation for our projects. Give us fresh revelation. Give us fresh revelation. Give us fresh ideas. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Stretch your hands one more time and receive. Father, release revelation over these people this morning as they walk in favor. May they access kingdom mysteries in the name of Jesus. Father, from today I prophesy their businesses will not remain the same. Their companies will not remain the same. I prophesy that their financial status is changing in the name of Jesus. Their influence is growing in the name of Jesus. Their name is growing. Their brand is growing in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Their business will go viral in the name of Jesus. Their companies will go viral in the name of Jesus. Hey! Holy Ghost, do it in the name of Jesus. My God! Father, I see some of them attending interviews because of their originality. They will come up with an idea. They will come up with a product that has never been seen before in the name of Jesus. And it will go like a hot kick in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do it in the lives of your children. In the name of Jesus. A new product. A new product that has never been in the market. A new product. A qualitative product. Qualitative services that has never been seen in the market. In the name of Jesus. People will pay billions for that product. People will pay millions for those services in the name of Jesus because it will be fresh. It will be fresh. It will be fresh. It will be fresh. It will be fresh in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah God. I decree it and I declare it in their lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. We shout a big amen. Somebody give God praise. Give God praise. Give God your highest praise. For kingdom revelation. Kingdom revelation. Kingdom revelation. People will be astonished. People will be surprised. They will look at your product and be astonished. They will ask you, where have you been all this time? They will look at your services and they will be astonished. They will say, where have you been all this time? They will look at what you have to offer. And they will be astonished. They will be mesmerized. Because it will be different. 
something that has never been seen to be different. Hallelujah. To be different. I feel it in my spirit. The Holy Spirit has interrupted my message because he wanted you to get something today. Can I tell you something? You have received something fresh this morning. Hi. I thought your praise would be louder than that. You have received something fresh. 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 Lift your hand one more time. Fresh. Fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. You are coming out of stagnation because of fresh ideas in the name of Jesus. Your marriage will no longer be boring. Fresh ideas in the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. Clap your hands one more time. Give God praise. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You're here, you're not born again. Give me the privilege to pray for you. You're saying, Pastor, I'm not born again. I'm not saved. Don't live here without Christ. Don't live here without Jesus. Are you there? You're not born again? Stretch your hand up and I'll pray for you. Jesus is not Lord and Savior. Thank you for that hand. Any other person? You're not born again. And you want to give your life to Christ and you're here. Don't live here without Christ. He loves you. And he wants to save you. Come to the altar. Come. Any other person, you can join him and come. Today is your day. Don't live here without Jesus. He loves you. Come, 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 come. Is there any other person? You're not born again and you're here. I want to lead you to Christ. Ask your neighbor for me. Are you born again? Really born again? Is Jesus Lord and Savior of your life? Did they say yes or they were stammering? Huh? Did they say yes or they were nodding their heads? If somebody is nodding their head, they are culprits. Ask them one more time, are you born again? Let's appreciate this one soul that is coming to the king. Can you kneel down? Just kneel. And I want you to raise one hand up and another one put it on your chest. Say, Lord Jesus, can we help him? Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Today I believe that you died on the cross, were buried, and on the third day you rose up for me. Your sacrifice paid the penalty of sin for my life. Today I made a decision to follow you, to serve you, and to live for you. I declare, I declare before you, Jesus, before you, Jesus and, this and this congregation that I'm born again, I'm born again. in Jesus' name.
Amen. Father, I pray for him that he will stand. I pray that he will follow you. He will serve you. Create a hunger inside of him to live for you. To dedicate his entire life to serving you. We pray that he is blessed. Break every chain of the enemy. May he be set free completely to serve you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's celebrate Jesus. Come on, somebody give God praise. What's your name? Huh? It looks like I've seen you before. Where? Here. Are you the brother to... What is his name? Mm -hmm. Mm. You have a relative here in church? You don't. All right. But today you're born again. That's the most important thing. Welcome to the family. This book is called After Salvation. I want you to read it and do everything that is in that book. Behind you is uh, Mr. Mwenda. Is it Mwenda? Mwendwa. Mwendwa. There's a W. Mwendwa. He will speak to you. All right? Plug in. Serve God. And we welcome you to the family. Pastors, come and give him a hug for me. It's a joy when men give their lives to Christ. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Can we give God a round of applause? Come on, somebody shout to the Lord. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.